Hello, welcome again to the Waffle Press Movie Podcast. I am your host, Diego Crespo. With me today, as always, I have my co-hosts, Nick Valero, hey. Gina Versa. Whoa, hey. whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm your horses. I know it's been a while, but I want to introduce everyone. I want to get like a nice little roundtable discussion. I'm very excited because it's Halloween season, and yeah. I love Halloween. Nick, do you like Halloween? Oh, I fucking love Halloween, man. What am I doing? You're distracting me again. I'm trying to introduce people. <laughs> Gina Versa. Don't ask me questions. Gina yeah. Versa. Hey, how you doing? Emma, King sound Halloween. engineer. Woo! Hello. <laughs> and a very, very special guest, uh, Woodrow Wilson. Uh, Woodrow, how are you today? <laughs> I'm good, man. How are you doing? I, I am great. Uh, you're friends with my friend, Gene. Yeah. I am friends with your friend, Gene, the <laughs> king of Halloween. Yeah. King of Halloween. Is, is there a story behind that? <laughs> yeah, no. Where, where does that nickname come from? It's been, it's been his nickname since birth. Yeah. Oh, we much. just didn't know it. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> So thank you, Woodrow, for joining us. Uh, just a little backstory. Um, after was it the I believe it was the fall of 2015. Uh, after graduating, I uh, my first PA gig was on a little movie that turned into a big movie, Awaken the Shadow Man, and you were the producer on Awaken the Shadow Man and took me under your wing. Uh, you know, learned a lot from you. Great mentor, and you know the movie just came out on. Vo- on uh, July, it was in theaters, VOD, yep. and it's on iTunes as well, and it even has a horror attraction, um, and you know everyone could see it. How, you, how does that feel, man? Uh, it, it's it's bittersweet, man. It's really it's really good. You know, I love the the film itself, and um, it, it was a story about my early childhood. Um, so you know, it's personal, uh, but uh, there's some painful moments in the movie for me, but it also you know garners attention so uh it's it's really it's incredible man it's a good success story so far yeah definitely it was you know crazy to see how much it blew up you know all- and hey thank you for the kind words you um you also did just a, a ton of great shit for us and we're a super team player you took like thousands of of pictures that uh mm-hmm. we've all seen um you you did a lot of like social media stuff as well so yeah. uh yeah man i mean i appreciate it we've we've you know kept in contact and you've came to all the events and everything and mm-hmm. yeah man just i'm a fan of yours too oh thank you yeah it's been a it's been a crazy ride but yeah you know really proud of uh being on the team for sure yeah uh gene what exactly did you do on the movie uh, i was a pa so you know yeah uh pa you know a production assistant if anyone doesn't know um, you know, you make runs, you uh, do errands. I also took photos during, I got some behind the scenes stuff. So yeah, I was like a fly on the wall. I was like, uh, I compared to uh, kind of like Almost Famous. I was like the guy in Almost Famous, uh, the Cameron Crowe character. So yeah. Very cool. It's kind of like my You mode. just compared nice. yourself to a Cameron Crowe character. I, re- I respect that. <laughs> yeah. I respect that a lot. Nice pull. Yeah. Gene, I'd like to start by giving a shout out. Mm-hmm. I'd like to, I've got a few people I'd like to give a shout sure. out to. Sure. Yeah. I'd like to give a shout out to my brother Seth Hancock, H A N Cock. Also, like to give a shout out to Sonny Black, Sonny Black, one of my biggest players in the game. James Zimbardi, part of the cast, lead lead uh, actor in the movie. Uh, Marissa Zintars, first AD. I'd like to give a shout out to Brandon Killingsworth. A lot of people know him. Uh, Wilberta Bright, if she's listening. Also to my mother, you have to say hello, Rosa Hancock. Uh, to Bobby Cameron and Eileen O'Shea, Cameron, on the line. Big shout out to them. Uh, R.I.P. to my father, Woodrow Wilson Hancock Jr. 
I'd like to also give a shout out to Skylar Caleb. He was also uh, kind of in the movie. Mm-hmm. Carlos Panita. Uh, big, 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 big ups. You guys know this one, Anthony C. Ferrante with a C, a capital C. We've had him on before. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah, yeah okay. All right. Derek Schroeder. Shout out to Derek. Oswaldo Brainer. Um, huge fan base overseas. My mother, Rosa Hancock, how about that? I'm going to drop her again. <laughs> um, Jared Sanders. I want to also mention Luis Torres while I'm at it. There's a guy named Bear Bright. He's a police officer. I'm going to say what's up to him. Andrea Killingsworth. Lover. Uh, Frank Whittett. You know who you are. Boricua Morena. <laughs> uh, Melanie Sanders. Can we talk about it? I want to give a shout out to Melanie Sanders. Brittany Torres. She's going to also get a nice shout out. Uh, Frank Clayton Kaufman, thanks for the love. Let's say Wally Killing Wally Killingsworth. I want to say what's up. Uh, Frank Pesh, big name in the game. Larry A. McLean, just like Anthony C. Ferrante, middle initial A. Larry A. McLean, shout out to Larry. Mike Panic, what up, Mike? I uh, want to give a big shout out to Michelle Barbic Smith. Two last names, <laughs> Latina. Uh, Chris Thelas, Thelas Titi, Greek son of a bitch. Uh, Billy Bright, love for you to love for you to hear this. Engelbert Carrillo, nice shout out to Engelbert Carrillo. Also, uh, Chris Nunez, we all know who that is. Gene, mm-hmm. you have no idea. Sounded oh. <laughs> sounded familiar. Nick Smith. I'm going to give a shout out to Nick Smith. Uh, also want to mention Ryan Kendrick. Nobody replies faster on social media. Motherfucker. Ryan Kendrick. Uh, Fabio Viviani. That accent, though. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, we could say it together, Gene, you and I. And I okay. shout out Kara Michelotti. Oh, Kara is awesome. Oh, okay. thought you were going to sure. drop a little, uh, a little knowledge on us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, Kara, Kara was uh, one of the other PAs. She was the head PA, and yeah. Um, no I, I, I'm hoping also. that uh, the list was long enough. Is that okay? Oh no, no, it's cool, man. Of course, yeah. Um, you know, most people get on with a longer list, or <laughs> yeah. no, we have a whole section devoted to list. So we, you know, we okay, just got cool. that right out of the way. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah that's great. And, and that's that's it, right? That's the podcast. We're done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. thank uh, you for joining us. For joining us. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I have a lot of respect for what you just did. You want to shout out all the hardworking people you worked alongside mm-hmm. with, who are just as passionate as you, I assume. Yeah, and uh, much respect to you for that. That's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll take it. Yeah. So, so would your um kind of uh, change gears we uh, we all saw the film um you know we can shadow man um you know can you can you talk a little bit about kind of uh you know writing the script and developing it because i you know i want to say i think you wrote it like in 2013 um you know you're getting funding throughout the years um yeah it's like an indie producer can you uh spread some knowledge on that for sure man uh so basically we wrote it in 20 uh the late 2014 mm-hmm. into 2015 and like really late, just almost like by New Year's. And so then we were in production six months later or less after uh, after we were finished the writing process. But we had already had the financing in place um, and, and a lot of like, you know, the balls moving in development. So, yeah, so it was, it was a story based on my childhood, my early childhood. And uh, the two lead actors in the film, in addition to myself, all three of us uh, co-wrote this. 
So, um, you know, I, I'm not taking the full credit here by any means, but the, the, the foundation of the film, the two, two missing brothers in search, I'm sorry, two brothers in search of their missing mother, uh, is kind of like my, my story. Yeah. So that was the foundation for the film. And, uh, and we built from that and the, the film obviously speaks for itself and has its own story. It's not just 100% Woodrow's, you know, biography, but, right. um, yeah, so that's the the writing process kind of started there, and uh, and and you know a lot of us have interest in supernatural uh, or experience in supernatural. Skyler's a witch. Um, I'm Did kidding, <laughs> and <laughs> and so uh, yeah, that's that was the development process. We we wrote the thing in just about six months, just uh, maybe a little little more than that. Okay, and can you talk about you know you had a lot of like. Um... You know, how'd you get Anthony on the film? Uh, you know, because he's a you know pretty uh, prominent dude. Um, do you want to talk about uh, bringing producers on? Uh, just on the journey towards uh, getting into production. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a number of producers uh, that were that were good. Um, Anthony, for sure, one of them that we uh, we signed to the film. Uh, another one, uh, Trevor Baker, who's um, he was he did Breaking Bad. If you guys are familiar with that, I would um, love that show. Yeah, great show. So he was also producing on this. Um, we had a, a number of other like lower level producers, but uh, so we got, you know, Anthony's a friend of Skyler's and Trevor's a friend of mine. So, you know, in working together, we we had meetings about it up front. We told them kind of where the movie was going and the timeline and we were working with and what we thought of it. They both liked the script a lot. They both, you know, are friends of ours and and kind of agreed to be signed on the film and still today are on the journey with us. So yeah. Yeah. A lot of respect. Definitely. And, uh, you know, you guys got some, uh, you know, some big names, Gene Smart's in the film. Uh, we have, uh, Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. <laughs> yeah. Robbie Schaefer. Um, yeah. How cool is that to have, you know, uh, these notable actors in the film? Uh, super cool, man. A very, very nice. Gene is just, you guys share the same name. Yeah. Uh, I, th I told her, yeah, I, I told her that on set. I was like, but you spell it the, with a G. So did you? Yeah. Um, yeah, man, honestly, she's fantastic. Uh, really just no matter what, this is a, this is an independent film. You know, it's not a, a studio film. There's no, no one's got their own trailer. Uh, you know, it's, it's not the red carpet being rolled out every minute you're on set. And she totally rolls with that and is fine. I've worked with her before in my, uh, a couple of past movies. My last one that I did, Waking, uh, mm -hmm. she also played, ironically, Skyler's mother. Really? Skyler was also <laughs> in that. Yeah. So uh, she was kind of used to the role, I guess. I, I don't know. But she came on and just, you know, she did a couple of pickup days with us, too, in addition to principal photography. Uh, just wonderful to work with. Easygoing, s sweet, you know, funny. Also, Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. <laughs> uh, for him, he is cracking jokes nonstop. Yeah. Nonstop jokester. You know, everyone's talking about, of course, The Office. But uh, but he just got a really chill, good vibe. Him and my brother, you know, and myself really, really vibe well. Yeah. And click. He's a funny kid. Yeah, no, definitely. I think uh, I think Seth at the premiere did an Instagram story with, uh, he did The Office theme, and then he was, uh, right, he did one with uh, a video with uh, Robbie. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> on the carpet, so. yeah really cool um any uh you know you know in you know producing an independent film it's like you know an art form in itself um 
Was it? Do we have any uh, kind of behind the scenes stories that we could share with people? Just kind of, uh, just uh, on you know production, like uh, you know getting like house, you know getting the house, or like you know just kind of uh, you know kind of uh, kind of hustling to make the best movie possible. Dude, for sure. Um, <clears throat> basically, man, we have like the house that we ended up getting was an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And isn't very traditional for for filming. Usually, you go through like location services and stuff, or you know, um, sets. So it, it it was not traditional at all. And we couldn't find the right house we were looking for, and we didn't want to leave the state of California. So we actually cheated the location to to look like um, uh, Santa Barbara County, hmm. but in fact, it was in a it was in a city um, just north of here, about you know thirty minutes or so of L.A. Mm-hmm. and uh, La Cunada. And so the house that we found was very challenging to film in because they were, <laughs> they were currently <laughs> renting it out I, to I people remember. on vacation. <laughs> yeah. And you remember this. So there was, there was a Australian, you know, group on vacation and they were staying at the house while we were filming at the house and they were just sleeping on set. Uh, and so every single day they would, you know, just, they would kick, they'd either go out into the city or whatever and came back to the house and they would kick back and watch the movie being made and ask us if they could use their bathroom that they were renting. Uh, you know, like, yeah. of course you can use your bathroom. Um, it was just, it was challenging because, you know, you've got actual, you know, guests staying at the house and it was not ideal, but uh, the house was so spooky and creepy and it just, it, the, the allure up on, up on the hill. Mm-hmm. Was so, it was, it, yeah, it was perfect for the film. Yeah, it was like a, it was a tough walk up there. It was like going up a San Francisco hill or something. Yeah, yeah, we all lost thirty pounds. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, there's that man. Um, just trying to think if there's uh, some fun stories that I can share with you. Did did that house actually have that big attic, or was that no, a separate location? That. Yeah, that that was not at that attic. That was this. I think. Uh, in, in the filmmakers commentary, I said this, but that's like the the Walmart super center of addicts. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's what I was thinking when I first saw the movie. I was like, I don't think that attic is connected to that house. <laughs> <laughs> like three additional stories. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a different. Uh, that was a different home altogether. But uh, actually, the house that that was was a porn house. Yep. I think is it, I, was I told. It, yeah, I, I told no, one I, of you guys. I, I remember story. hearing you say something about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that was crazy. a porn house. So they shot, you know, and I don't know how how recent the porn was, but it was definitely, you know, from yeah. the, from the '90s or '80s or something like that. It's got that vibe <laughs> for the nice. house. So, yeah. but uh, there were no... that was the same house that uh, that Glenda, the woman who's kind of like off her rocker, who has the kid, who's who's the charred corpse upstairs. That's that same house. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's pretty funny. So, yeah. Yeah. The best part of that about that house, I could say, there were no uh, doors for the restroom. There were just curtains. Oh and, my god, that's right. Yeah, oh. there was. Uh huh. So it was only <laughs> curtains for the doors. So <laughs> you had to put like a light. House, yeah, it was, it was a progressive home. And, and I think I think uh, you told everyone like don't don't sit on any of the the furniture. <laughs> oh. Someone said that. Just don't our lead, uh, our lead, James and Barty, he's a super germaphobe. And now that I think about <laughs> it, we should have like keyed him in on the fact that this was a porn house. Oh yeah, because oh. yeah, it might have like helped his character. But uh, <laughs> but no, we didn't tell him because we were worried that he would just be you know so freaked out to be himself in the environment. So right, who knows yeah. what's all over the place? Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> speak, speaking of the, I guess 
<laughs> unsettling aspect. Unsettling. Uh, are there any scary stories from on set? Because I know sometimes when you're making a, a creepy movie, sometimes yeah. the environment can change a little mm, bit. Maybe you're more happens. on edge because you have to be in the zone for something like that. Hmm. Dude, for sure. There was a couple times. Gene, you probably have some too. But when the shadow man's walking around and you don't know he's walking around, that's yeah. super scary. Um, and he's he's just under seven feet tall, and he's legitimately as big as he looks, you know, on camera. Oliver's a tall um, dude, dude. And and you would forget what scene you're shooting, you know, because we're not we're not sitting there the whole time as part of the crew behind the camera. You know, we're running around producing whatever, like making calls, doing paperwork, or hustling whatever. And so you'd walk on set for a minute, forgetting what's going on, and then out of nowhere you're in this dark environment and you're trying to walk through it and see forgetting people have the lights low for a reason and then the shadow man's just creeping in the corner so there's a bunch of that going on where people are non-stop startled yeah. um but in addition to that the house that we were filming at that was the airbnb they had and i wish you could and you probably can't you throw a picture up with an airbnb right now mm -hmm. if you can see the the part that extrudes and like protrudes off of the hill the house part that kind of looms over the hill, mm -hmm. that part was closed off to us. So hmm, that's interesting. We didn't, we, we thought, you know, of course it's just the homeowner's bedroom, but uh, it, the whole time Airbnb people were staying there, that was locked up. And we thought, okay, first of all, we thought maybe the home, the, the Airbnb, that's their room. No, yeah. it wasn't. So we're like, Oh, what's going on? Cause we, st we still see it's locked. Maybe it's the homeowner's bedroom. Meanwhile, we hear, we hear like, like you just heard right now, like bangs and, <laughs> and cricks behind that door. Uh -huh. And we're wondering, is someone there? And so we would like, we were there for days shooting and we keep listening. And then we hear more commotion back behind the doors. I'm like, hold on. Is someone literally locked in here for days as we're shooting? Cause we're, sh we're shooting, you know, 12 to 14 hour days. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, there's people actually living there for their Airbnb. And then there's this locked off section of the house. And, we went around the back. This is like day one, and we saw this. Uh, we saw this ladder, and it went from. It was on a hill, of course. The house is the ladder's on a hill in the back of the house. Really long, really scary looking ladder goes up two or three stories to the very top of the house, and it went to the roof. And then the next day, we came back, and it had moved from going to the roof to this like miniature little window on the very top floor, which is part of the area we can't get to. And then there was a point where that window was open and the the blinds were raised uh and and the shutters were blowing in the wind and the window was open up there and we heard a bunch of screams from the uh the room which presumably might be the owner i don't know or mm -hmm. someone else they're renting the house out to <laughs> so the entire time they've got this creepy window in the back and this skinny little ladder going up two or three stories to the window to the ground and we're thinking the only way this person or whatever's living up there comes out is through this tiny window and down a ladder. Jeez. And we're shooting with the shadow man at night. And then we've got people who are living there also walking around who we don't know. And then when all this commotion coming from this section of the house, that was probably the creepiest part. Yeah. And so sometimes the owner, they would drive up and they would check on the house and how's shooting going and yada, yada, yada. And, uh, we're like, okay, we need, you know, process of elimination. It's not her. So we don't know who was in that bedroom. It was super mm -hmm. scary. And we're shooting a scary movie. So, I, yeah. yeah, I don't know. That was the uh, creepiest, uh, 
Yes. Yeah. To this day, that he was, still doesn't know. Still, <laughs> that, that's like, like a legitimate horror story. Yeah. yeah. All, like, it was. Tracks we thought back. we should ditch the current script and just, just wing it. With her. <laughs> no, no, no. See, that's yeah. the sequel. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a Blair Witch style uh, documentary about the Shadow Man. Yeah. yeah. So I actually yeah, speaking man. speaking of the, the of that I was wondering were you guys planning on like a sequel or anything like that for uh and for Awaken the Shadow Man or was it like a standalone film that you guys just wanted to have it stand on itself? Uh yeah no we we definitely saw it as a sequel we left it open ended too for that uh, there's a lot of you know Easter eggs throughout say you gave it a second watch that rewatchability. Uh, if you watch it again, you would see that there's, you know, a lot of unanswered questions too that we have answers for for a sequel, mm-hmm. uh, and that, yeah, and that's definitely the the shot that we're taking right now. We've got we're in the middle of the first quarter right now since the release in July, so uh-huh. uh, we'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, mean, I know that. Yeah, like you said, there were like a couple of like unanswered questions. Like at the very end, I was like, well, "What about this?" Like there was like the the Watchers and uh, yep. what was it? And like, what exactly is the Shadow Man? Like, is it just like a cult? Are they? Is he a demon? Like, I was I, I had a couple of questions, and I was like, I kind of hope they have like a sequel to this because I want to I want to know more about right? these, about these mm-hmm. cults and uh, about this like cult esque you know group that's just going around making people's lives better but also like destroying them at the same time and it's it's very interesting nice yeah no i appreciate that um it it definitely is open for a sequel so i don't want to say any kind of like spoilers here for the sequel but Mm -hmm. we've got a lot of answers you know to come and more questions okay so nice and anthony's kind of the king of uh franchising so (laughs) we're working with him on some stuff and we've Mm -hmm. we've had a lot of you know meetings over that so but yeah it was it was designed and to go into it from day one of of the first film here uh to be an introduction to all of these disasters that are happening in this group uh and the folklore and the mythos of, of shadow people yeah yeah absolutely so yeah uh one quick thing before we move on to the next uh topic here can you talk a little bit about the uh Shadow Man, Awaken the Shadow Man, uh, scare attraction that was uh, um, opening up uh, this season. Did you say error correction? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it was uh, opening up uh, during the Halloween season. The scare attraction. Yeah, for the scare Awaken attraction. For? The Shadow Man. Oh, scare attraction. Yeah. Sorry, I think you said error correction. <laughs> sorry, no. Like, <laughs> the Awaken the Shadow Man error correction app. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. Actually, we huge man. We we made some some big strides here with the film we uh we were able to to have a a, we to target escape rooms i'm not sure how familiar you guys are with escape rooms they're a lot of fun Mm -hmm. you've been to a lot of them Uh, i've been to about two or three of them oh dope yeah okay so you know how they are yeah um i mean for everyone that doesn't a brief overture would be you're locked in a room for an hour and you have to try to get out and it could be you it could be you know five of you ten of you uh friends that don't like a friday night or a corporate event with your your employment um your employer so you know and it has they're all they come in a variety of shapes and sizes for mm-hmm. youth and g-rated to you know insane um horrifying ones ours is is not not to the x-rated craziness of some of these that i've seen but but yeah, so we what we did is we actually partnered with escape rooms. So you're locked in a room for an nice. hour. You have to, through logistics and like puzzles and mm. uh, mind games, try to escape the room through clues. And, and all the clues are in the room. And sometimes, you know, depending on the room you're in, everyone has their own role. Uh, and you all have to kind of play that role to get out. And if teamwork, if you don't 
you know, utilize each other as and have teamwork, then you don't escape. So what we did is we partnered with uh, multiple escape rooms around the nation to uh, open and awaken the Shadow Man escape room, uh, Shadow Man escape room. So we did that. We're out here in uh, in Los Angeles. We're in uh, San Jose, mm -hmm. uh, NorCal. We have them in Manhattan, New York City. Uh, oh, oh, wow. And others. Yeah. So um, and that's currently running right now since October 1st to the 31st. Uh, and there's, you know, advertising and commercials and everything out for them. So, mm -hmm. yeah, we're, we're doing good and excited about them. They're super cool. I went and played one oh. uh, last Thursday, the first one that I played all month. Yeah. How was that like? Um, Oh, it's great, man. Yeah. So much detail too. This is the God's honest truth. They helped me get out <laughs> because I, I'm dead. I'm dead serious. They you, go, me get out. you got lost in your own movie. It was embarrassing. <laughs> uh, I couldn't escape the, uh, the, but the detail was so great. Like they had just literally pulled. It's weird seeing people understand your movie because you're like, Hey, wait, those are my thoughts. You know, like those are my ideas. And then now all of a sudden you're talking about them. And it's like you're in my head or you can see what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the one that I played out here in L.A. is just it was so well done. And it was uh, it, it was so detailed that it kind of like scared me. It was almost like, you know, they were there in the writing sessions and they understood the folklore and they know the history. And, you know, it's just it was surreal. Yeah. So crazy. Uh, yeah, man, so it was really good, really hard and so hard that I needed help to get out. Uh, yeah. They had a couple actors in the room that you know that are participating in for the for the escape, and so the actors assisted me. Yeah, <laughs> embarrassingly enough. Yeah, it happens. Oh, what's the Indiana Jones character who gets lost in his own museum? Oh, Marcus Brody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So pulled up you're, Marcus you're like Brody. a real life Marcus Brody. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, shame. Oh no, Marcus Brody's great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I meant that as a compliment. So. Yeah. I, <laughs> My bad. If, 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 that was, if that was not what it was perceived as, he's like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've always liked Marcus Brody. I'm like, oh, yeah, an outlying yeah. there. So yeah, definitely. But yeah, he's well, cool. Yeah. Did you did you have a a, a lot of uh, interaction with the escape room company to you know develop and to like give them the lore? Or did you just like give them the movie and then they just kind of ran with it? Uh, yeah, cool. You know what we did is we actually had kind of like a package for each company, and it wasn't exactly the same because we did different deals with every every partnership. But uh, every every one of them, we you know they all obviously have the movie, studied the movie, and uh, since we're doing this like a pop up escape room mm -hmm. where they're creating a room for the Halloween season based on the movie, um, they're adapting ideas that currently exist in a room that they have already that works. So, so what they would do is the games and some of like the, the theory and the logistics of the room, you know, they're coming up with all of that. That's not our space. Like we're creative. Don't get me wrong. Like we're yeah. in entertainment, yeah. you know, we make films, uh, but it's not my, it's, it's not my forte. So I'm, we leave that to them for all the creative and we help them and we, you know, props um digital packages trailer so what they're doing at a lot of these and super cool is they're like showing a team of people who are about to play the room the trailer and then they just toss them in there and lock the door <laughs> so yeah that's 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 how most escape rooms are they don't tell you anything about it and they throw you in a room yeah <laughs> Dude, it's, it's fucking badass and so sometimes they just <clears throat> we've got rooms where they're um there's like the movies you know based uh around like shadow people, right? That mythos and sleep paralysis. Mm -hmm. yes. So we've got rooms where uh, there's a woman laying on a bed asleep and you have to, 
your goal is to wake her up before the hour is over, mm -hmm. before the shadow man comes. Oh, well. And so, um, dur and during that, like if you, to, as a consequence, if you don't pass, then you know your the the shadow man actually does come. Oh, uh, right. So that's interesting because a lot of rooms just open the door and they're like, "Wow, well, you lost. Time's up." <laughs> yeah. So we actually we actually have consequences. Uh, and then another one of the rooms, you have to solve the problems and you have to figure out all the puzzles far enough into the game before the thirty minute mark, or else all of the lights shut off and you have to finish in the dark. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, that's cool that would yeah. be and fun. There's another one. Um, the one that, that I played over here is really based in the cult. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. just really creepy, bizarre. You know, um, uh, the logos of the cult. The uh, Lawrence from the movie. Uh, lots to do with him in there. There's you know a lot of strategy. It's really cult based and kind of opens the door for questions and makes you want to see the film afterwards. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh, we're hearing a lot of awesome feedback too, where people are trying to figure out that they'll see the film ahead of time. Then they'll come play the room, like ready to figure it out. You know, yeah. like they know what they're coming to watch the movie to come beat it. Hmm. So nice. Um, yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. yeah man. And we're fucking with the elements a lot. Cause shadow man's supernatural. Yeah. And that's, yeah. So, that you sense. know, he's not in the room, like punching people. It's, it's very, <laughs> yeah. I, it's I, very think that, I think that would be very out of character. Right. If that was the case. <laughs> was. Yeah. Oh, uh, really quick, guys. Uh, since you're short on time, let's uh, go to uh, pitch a movie. So, uh, Woodrow, uh, you know, pitch a movie. You know, horror film season. So, I want you to give us three suggestions uh, for a horror film, and we'll take a break for a second, and then we'll pitch the movie to you. So, the the uh, mic is yours, my friend. Wait, can you explain this a little more to me? Here? Oh, three yeah, suggestions. Yeah. So, like, um. So any three suggestions uh, for a film, like a horror film, like say if like it has to have like shadow, a shadow man has to have like a, like a decapitation scene, um, <laughs> you know, in the third act, someone like eats bees or, you know, turns dead like a Nick Cage thing. So yeah, anything, th three things you want. And if you, we, if you, yeah. Yeah. We would have to come up with a horror movie with those things inside of it and also have it make sense yeah. as well. So if, if you like it at the end of this, You'll, uh, you know, we'll. Uh, you just sign off on it. Yeah, yeah you just kind of go like, I, I would absolutely. Not literally sign off, but. <laughs> yeah, no, no. yeah, this is not a legal yeah, contract yeah. of. Or anything. is it? <laughs> no, no, no. It's a game. We swore him in, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I give you three suggestions. You guys, mm -hmm. uh, you guys come up with something, some sort of movie with those three suggestions. Exactly. Back to me yes. And then and, I green light it or, or not. Yeah and, yeah. The, and the tricky part about it is that we'll all take different sections of the actual movie itself. So Gene, uh, based on how comfortable we feel, we'll pick whether or not we want to do the beginning, the middle or the end of the movie. Yes. And stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like Mad Libs, but with a movie. Yeah. yeah. Fun, fun, fun. Mm -hmm. Okay. So okay, cool. So we... um, let's see here. Yeah, what, things, what would you like go... to see? What's that? Horror. What would you like to see in a horror? In like, I mean, you've already made a horror film, but what else would you like to see? <laughs> uh, here's something I'd like to see. I'd like to see a haunted house where they're really killing people. Okay. Okay. So, like a high schooler's like haunted house that like they're murdering people. Mm -hmm. Yep. Like okay. one, like one person there is actually a murderer. Oh, okay. I like that. Okay, that's okay. an interesting idea. Um, I'd like for it to involve a, unis a unisex bathroom. Okay. Unisex bathroom. Okay. All right. And uh, and I would love to hear something about Trump. 
Okay. Alright. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, okay. I, 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 I like it. Okay. I I think I know how to begin it. Yeah. I think it, I know how to, I think I know how to start it. Yeah. So I'll 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 take the beginning. Okay. okay. I'll take the beginning. Are we are we cutting the break beforehand yeah, or we we'll, just diving right to it? Uh let's cut the break. Okay. Um but Let's I'll get the middle. Okay, I'll get the end. Okay. So, uh, guys, we're going to cut to a uh, interview with Steve Niles, the author of 30 Days of Night that we did last year at Kamikaze. And we'll play it right now. And we'll come back. Um, So, Steve, just jumping right into it. um, It's October 30th, a day away from Halloween. Mm -hmm. Spooky season. Uh, What attracts you about horror as a writer? Like, you know, what inspires you? You know, I I don't really know. I've just always been, ever since I was a little kid, I've just been kind of obsessed with the darker stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as being a creator, I think I think I just really enjoy scaring people. Yeah, give them a good scare. Yeah, yeah. I think you know we all like want to be scared in some way. You know, it, I think you know. it's therapeutic. Yeah, I actually think it's kind of you know it's good for us to be scared uh, in mm-hmm. a safe, you know, yeah, safe of course. Scare. I mean, you know, it's, it's like less scary than things in real life. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. And just a uh, second question, um, you know, a lot of work, your work, it has, you know, 30 Days of Night, Vampires, um, what, you know, what, uh, and, you know, a lot of creatures like vampires, like zombies, you know, everyone's, like, drawn to them now, and, um, you know, what, like, what do you think makes them, like, so interesting, would you say? Zombies? Yeah, or, you know, vampires, or just the undead, I guess. I think all, well, well, I think they're basically a reflection of us. Yeah. I mean, that's what really makes them really scary is when a vampire comes after you, they're still essentially humans, mm-hmm. you know, coming after you. And it's even worse with a zombie. Yeah. Because they're just like, I think they represent sort of the mindless crowd, uh-huh. you know, which is, a, I don't know you, but it's a huge fear of mine. Right, yeah, like Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, you getting know. stuck. Can you imagine having a whole crowd of people turn on you? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think the zombie fear sort of comes from that. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, uh, 30 Days of Night, um, you know, it was an amazing graphic novel. Came out uh, before the uh, vampire trend, would you yeah. say? Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, was it, do you ever, um, was it, do you ever, you know, miss the days when vampires were a little more, you know, uh, you know scary? The, scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I did 30 Days of Night, the way mm-hmm. we did it. Ben and I were absolutely adamant about making them scary again and I remember you know talking about it we're like they, they don't care about you mm-hmm. they, they see you as nothing but food yeah, so they're essentially land sharks yeah. you know. and so you know we went from that right away just wanting to make them scary because yeah. so yeah, many exactly of them are just right. romantic and they're your best friends and you know, it's just, it gets a little silly after a while. it's just not scary and we're back so Woodrow we have uh, your three suggestions a unisex bathroom a haunted house where they actually kill people, and has to involve Trump, which is has every, to involve Trump. I already, I already, know, I already know how, uh, how much time do we have for this. We, we have time in this. Yeah, we're gonna give ourselves. Uh, how much time do I have? I, we're I, gonna give ourselves three minutes. Okay, so, so everyone gets a minute? a minute. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fine. I can do it in a minute. All right. All right. On the clock, Gene. Yeah. All right. And. So the way that this is going to start out is that there's a, there's a, there's a young couple. Their names are James and Jill. And what, what exactly they're doing is it's, it's Halloween night. They're driving around. They're unsure of what exactly they should be doing. They've dressed up as the president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, and his beautiful daughter, Ivanka. And it is a couple's <laughs> costume. And what exactly they're doing is they're driving around and they don't know exactly how ex- what, what to do with their Halloween night. They, they ran out of parties to go to and then they then 
go on Twitter and they find out that there is a secret haunted house that they have, uh, that if you follow certain clues throughout the city that you can actually gain entrance to this haunted house and it's supposed to be the best haunted house in the world. They've heard about it for years and they never knew that they could actually get to it. And once they finally find all of the, all of these, um, little clues and it's kind of like a scavenger hunt type, uh, ordeal in the first, like maybe like five, 10 minutes, you know, kind of making it more like a comedy esque movie. Uh, they finally get to the haunted house and there you go. They get to the haunted house and they're, you know, sleep there for the night. Um, sleep there for the night. Yeah. It's a haunted house. It's for, it's no, cause they're trying to like bring out the gut, trying to bring out whatever's there. Yeah. Let me, let me finish this really quick. Yeah. Gene, uh, his his thing was that it was a haunted house, like the no. like uh, they were scaring people, like okay. it, like a scare attraction, like a scare yeah. attraction, okay. and then somebody who was working there was murdering people. Right. That's so what it was. They sneak into the house. Go with them. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's a scare attraction. So they're invited in. <laughs> all right, so they're invited in. Okay. <laughs> a quick rewrite. Quick rewrite. <laughs> quick happens all the time. Okay. And they go in the haunted house. Um, is it they find one of the clues in the unisex restroom? And in the unisex restroom, there is a transvestite character that gets a knife and sort of threatens them, uh, takes them to the basement, you know, kind of uh, starts doing weird stuff. uh, (laughs) And, uh, yeah, just uh, keeps them captive. Diego, it's your turn. So thank you for that setup, I think. You have a minute threw him under the bus. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I have no idea how to save that. Right. I'm I, so sorry. I, uh, but no, no, no. It's okay. Like you know, I'll bring it back. I, you know I what? I, I, I got I know, this. I know how to fix it. I do okay. know how to fix it. Do you want to save it? Okay. I, I do know how to fix it. Okay. So the way that, uh, so what ends up happening is that this transvestite is a member of the actual, uh, uh, a high school group that is actually taking part in, that's setting up this haunted house. Now, while he's there, he's, what he's doing is he's taking them down into this, like look into the basement area of the house. Now they're seeing like all these dead corpses and they're seeing like pieces of like, of like flesh hanging and everything like that. And they're thinking that it's one of the great, like this is, this actually is one of the greatest haunted houses they've ever been to. Uh, then, uh, he, they start noticing that the, the transvestite starts getting very violent with them mm-hmm. uh, and they start screaming out for help and then they kind of see that it's much more of like a cult situation that they're there to actually su- to actually summon this form of demon and the only way to do that is on Halloween night and only on Halloween night they're able to sacrifice the young and the un- and the unpure to this demon and what they end up doing is he then um, as they're as he's going on the guy then says you're wrong I, I do not approve you're wrong <laughs> 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 and what ends up happening is they have to then escape they have to then escape their way outside of the outside of this trap but once they are able to push their way through this cult like uh, figure they then notice that they're inside of this maze and it's very saw-esque where they have to now traverse through this and uh, approach their own demons in order to escape yeah and that's done uh, yeah. to be clear the proper terminology is transgender not transvestite I, I went with what he gave me I'm sorry <laughs> I, no, I should have corrected them too. So, whatever, but, okay. no. so would you buy this? Uh, great Trump accent. <laughs> it's a good. Tr- you do a good Trump. You're wrong. How dare you? But uh, my daughter's Diego story sucked. Gene, bazillion dollars to you, my friend. <laughs> Dude, I threw you a fucking home run. <laughs> yeah. I hit you a home run, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, and they sleep at the house. What the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
happens. Dean, I love you, man, but I, I had no idea where to go with that. It's okay. You're still the greatest I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'd like to plug something. If you don't mind. Yes, 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 go yeah, ahead. That's what we're here for. Renverzano, yes. <laughs> um, we, uh, for the film, just... This is actually... a. Uh, you're going to love this. Mm-hmm. You're gonna love this. This is an exclusive, folks. Oh, really? Oh, wow, awesome. This is an exclusive. I feel like he's reading an email. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling it up right now. Um, hmm? We just signed with uh, Hulu. Oh, sweet. Oh, really? Hey, girl. And then we also just signed with Amazon. Amazon Prime, baby. Fuck Woo! yeah! Very cool. Yep. Congrats, dude. Yeah, man. It's cool. Amazon Prime right now, actually. Hulu's not happened yet. Amazon Prime right now, you can go and watch it. Uh, if you're a Prime member, check it out. It's it's pretty great. And, nice. Uh, yeah, support the film. It'll live there for a long time. Come get it. Awesome. Very cool. No, congratulations, yep, so man. That's my, uh, that's my plug for the film right now in the middle of this giant like, campaign <laughs> push we got yeah, yeah. Uh, if, we, if we can do anything for you know you taking out the time or right, yeah. like doing this for us we can absolutely plug whatever yeah. we need to plug away <laughs> right, done it. yeah um is there anything else that uh you wanted to plug where can people find yeah. you anything else uh, yeah, you know, social media, all my handles, uh, Woodrow the Third. My name is Woodrow Wilson Hancock the Third. You can find me all across the board, Woodrow the, and then the number three, third. Um, you know, for IG, Facebook, Twitter. Um, I'll be, I don't be tweeting much, though, gents. No. I don't be tweeting much, I gotta be honest. It's, okay. it's, it's a acquired, acquired. Uh, I don't, I don't it mean, is. It's fine. Yeah. No, it's I a, creep on it. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That, that's <laughs> that tweet. Just, he just stalks everyone while he's on. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's kind of where we're going with that. But um, Gene, what have you been working on lately? Oh yeah, I've uh, you know I've been working on a few asylum films. Assistant editor, the last one I did a few months ago with him it was a Lifetime film. Hmm. Um, yeah, I did like a Jew Disaster. I think that was on DVD. You know, sorry. What was it called? What, uh, June? Oh, it was Geo Disaster. So it's Geo Storm. Those their okay. parents. <laughs> Good. Yeah. So you know, I've been doing that. You know, we're uh, you know we're launching our uh, Patreon for the podcast. You know, just been plugging away. Yeah, absolutely. At yep. this uh, this podcast, and yeah, just been doing some freelance jobs here and there. So. Are you uh, are you working with Anthony at all? Um, yeah, I haven't worked on any of um, I haven't like worked on any Anthony's projects at Asylum. I I see him a lot there and you know, uh, talk to him, but yeah, you know, I haven't, uh, I haven't worked with him. Uh, I'm still yeah. holding him to the fact that he said we can be in Sharknado. Six. Yes. I will never. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding, I'm holding him to that. When they announced that they're like, there is going to be a Sharknado six. Yeah. I want you to call him. I'm going like, to tweet him the link. <laughs> yeah. So how are we going to die by a shark? <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, you know, um, yeah, just check out all the waffle press stuff. Cause I've been working tirelessly on that. Absolutely. For sure, man. For sure. Yeah. What else, guys? Anything else for me? Uh, no, I think I actually. No, I mean, if, you, I, if you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, yeah, we wanted to make sure. Uh, actually, we, we got all your stuff early, and we finished everything else that we needed from you. So that because you did say that you needed to leave by seven o'clock, right? And everything yeah, like that. yeah. If you have so, another question, I can do it. If not, we're we're, we're good. Yeah, uh, I don't know, guys. Do you have another question or anything like that? No, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, everyone, please check out Awaken the Shadow Man. Uh, don't forget, 
Hulu eventually, Amazon Prime. Hulu eventually, yeah. They, that Prime right now, Prime right now. Absolutely. Anywhere you can rent the movie also. Uh, we're currently number one for uh, the Halloween season on all-time Warner cable set-top boxes across the nation. So if wow. you watch a video on demand for uh, Time Warner, Cox, Comcast, uh, Bright House, Spectrum, it's literally number one top new horror. Absolutely. Go yeah. check it out, guys. It's a, it's a really interesting movie. So, all right, gents. All right, thanks for having me. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks well, for the thank thanks so for the pitch. Of course, <laughs> yeah, you'll have it. In I, the I swear, if I see this on Sci-Fi, I'll be really mad. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote every word. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, guys. We'll send you a good one. Yeah, send you the link when it's up. All right, for sure. Take care. All right. Wilson Hancock, everyone. Uh, let's just wrap up with a couple quick little things. I think I don't know how much time we got. Uh, you're forty-two minutes. Forty-three minutes. In. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so, so, so we're like, okay then. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, like fifteen. But just, just snip around that later, Gene. Yeah. <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> so, Gene, we got to talk about that pitch for a second, dude. Dude, what the what hell? Happened? Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. In his defense, I also thought he meant like it was a haunted house that wasn't an attraction. Like it was just a known haunted house that people went to, and then there was just what? like some psycho who lived there that uh, knew people. Knew I'm not gonna lie. I thought Nick was gonna mess it up. That's not what happened. Nick had a great opening. That was. Oh, come on. That was. Great. Great. I, uh, no, but the thing, because that's why I clarified though, because I was like, do you mean attraction? Like, in, so I assumed he meant like a haunted house, like one of the like ones the that are like, the, like, a, like, yeah. And that's, that's kind of where I was like aiming it towards. So that way we can have like a full circle of like, they're in an escape room. That's why I ended it with the escape room type thing. Um, but yeah, no. And then that's when Gene was like, oh, and they <laughs> fell asleep. And I was like, you can't do that. <laughs> They'll throw you out. Hey, Gene, uh, close your laptop really quick because I think we're still getting some reverb. Oh, um, sorry. Thanks. Yeah, it's all good. I hey. think we're okay now. I don't think so, no, but that's still... okay. Actually, you know what? Yeah, there it is. There it is. Uh, yeah, that's no, right. No, okay. you know what? Oh, there we go. It's we, gone. We are not auto-tuned anymore. <laughs> that was scary. You know what else is scary, Nick? Gene's pitch. No. <laughs> uh, no, it's going to segue into to horror movies. Horror movies. It's Halloween. It's going to talk about some, some of our favorite scary movies. Like literally all of us here. I'm sure we all have some. Yeah, I have, yeah. I have tons. Right. Like, like what's uh, so what's a, a really good horror movie you saw from this year specifically? From this year? Yeah, because I think modern horror kind of gets like tossed under the bus a lot. Sometimes, you know, rightfully so. Some of them really feel very similar. Like apparently Annabelle and Annabelle Creation are two different movies. I'm kidding. I like the second Annabelle. But, um, you know, like Blumhouse, they all look very similar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even absolutely. the really good ones. You know, they there's no difference between like Insidious and The Conjuring. Really, just like yeah, time yeah, periods. More or Both less. movies I really yeah. like. I don't want to throw them under the bus, but they look similar, you know? You know what the thing is that I, th this like year when it came to like horror films, I'd never, I haven't seen like one that like absolutely blew me away except for it. Not Get Out? You know what? No, even Get oh. Out, I, I, you know what? Even Get Out at no point did I like jump or was I afraid or like did I like go like, oh wow. Was... Get Out's not scary, but it's a, it's creepy. It's Damn a, good movie. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a good movie, but I nothing like terrified me as much as uh, the way that they pulled off it this year. Like there wasn't there there are legitimately like frightening like nightmare inducing scenes in that movie where like e me as a grown man like I well, I <laughs> like I I I had a nightmare over it and I was like oh wow. That was a damn good movie. 
like that, that, there was a couple of scenes in there where I was like, you know what? That, that was good. That was really good. And yeah. I, I've seen the movie twice already and I enjoyed it cool. both times. I loved it. I loved it even more the second time I saw it. So uh, if you haven't seen it, which I have no idea how you haven't, but yeah, yeah. go watch it. I, I, I didn't think it was really that scary. I thought it was pretty good, but not. I don't not think scary. it's. it's I don't yeah. think it's supposed to be scary yet. No, you know it's, what? It's, yeah. it's, it's it. It's, it's supposed to be I, scary. You know, oh, you know what? But I think I. I, I just, it's a Stephen King book. <laughs> I grew up afraid of it, though. Yeah. Like I, I always grew up afraid of it. So I mean, I, you know, even as Tim Curry's like more comedic. It, you know, as a kid, I was afraid to go to the bathroom because like, <laughs> I, I thought it was going to come out of my toilet and like pull me in. Uh, to, to the movie's credit, even though it wasn't always something that's super like in your face scary, uh, Bill Skarsgård's It feels more like cosmic. Like, yeah. It feels like an evil that's been forever. Right. Where Tim Curry's, I think I still might just have a soft spot for his performance. He's, he's a great he, he's, he's, a great he's like a, that's a crowd pleasing horror thing. Yeah. Uh, Bill Skarsgård's is like eternal evil that has the arch enemy that's for, a space turtle, a turtle. For which it is to, a thing for I will it, never stop telling people to google it it's fucking real it's for, insane for it yeah. to have just been a direct to tv movie that was like aired and like didn't really have like much of a budget to it and everything like that fucking awesome job like, yeah his it is by far one of like the hands down most traditional like bad guys that if like people go like what who do you think of like as a scary goddamn clown he's probably up yeah. there yeah shout out to um tommy lee wallace most underrated 80s horror director for me at least for america halloween 3 season of the witch mm-hmm. which is awesome fright night part 2 which i finally saw for the first time which is awesome mm-hmm. it which for its budget is awesome did he do know? both he did both parts or he only did one no, he only did a no, no he did both he did both okay mm-hmm. he, he does a lot of like Weirdly forgotten sequels for some reason. Yeah, okay. I don't know what that is, but so they're they're, they're thing, good right? movies. Yeah, that's it's a very game. specific niche for he's me. Gotta, he's got to get a new agent. Yeah. What about you, Gene? <laughs> uh, movies from from this year that I think like, uh, right, just, just split count. Split counts. Yeah. Yeah. Split's I think split. One. I'll go with split because there were. Uh, I still haven't seen split. Oh, dude, it's I fucking awesome. You Wait, no, you know what? But it's it's already been almost a year. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. It's on HBO. It's you know what it is, and I'm a huge fan of Unbreakable. So, well, oh, so you already it. know. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, already, I already know because like it was like on all social media after it came out. Yeah. Like if you I still haven't like posted media. publicly about it. I'm just like, no, yeah, but, it's too soon. But it's, Split, it's too good of a surprise. Split was like just so creepy. The Beast, I think, you know, and all the personalities like, you know, there's something off about all of them. You know, the fact Anna Taylor-Joy, it's kind of, uh, you know, like a, it kind of reminded me of like a, like one of those uh, Telltale games where you have to like choose a uh, question, oh, yeah. Yeah. choose dialogue, mm-hmm. where she had to like kind of interact with them, and kind of survive, and you know, as he was like killing the you know the other tri- the other women with her, and you know, slowly turning the beast, and yeah, you know, and the fact that it wasn't just a horror film, it was kind of a super villain origin to be, movie. To be yeah. totally honest, so, I I really wouldn't mind if Telltale did a horror, like, uh, if they did a horror game. Yeah, Walking the Dead. Wolf Among Us. That's not a horror game. That right. is a that is a detective. That's a detective noir movie okay. All right. game. They, you are you you are a detective who is trying to figure out a murder. That's well, not isn't, a isn't Walking Dead like I, horror? That's not really. I mean, that's I mean, more it's of not in your face game. scary. It's, it's an right. action game. I mean, you you do actions in it, <laughs> but it's not. But it, I wouldn't no, say it's an action no, game. At no point is it is it like really scary though. I think if they were to like, I think honestly, I think it, it would be really interesting if they did like a saw. Or like something like make saw, saw interesting yeah. again. Like make saw interesting again. Oh, here, That's really quick, because I want to get into right, another discussion now about uh, 
what defines horror because you know like yeah it was it wasn't really a scary movie but it was good like what it's not it's a horror movie it's not that scary but to me but it's a it's a fucking horror movie no, but you the know thing is, the the, the, the thing's a horror movie the 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 main thing the first the- one i don't know what the second one is <laughs> yeah it's boring sorry to everyone who works on it you're all good <laughs> right, at it right, just yeah. Um, but really quick, I think a horror film, like it needs to, you know, I think it, it doesn't have to like scare you like a jump scare or something, but like it needs to, it needs to resonate with you. Yeah. It needs, it needs to resonate. To stay it needs to with make you. you afraid in some way. I, like, as I, long as it makes you afraid, it doesn't matter if it I creeps feel, you out or whatever. I feel like a good horror movie doesn't hit you right after you finished the movie. A good horror movie will hit you three days later. Yeah. A great horror movie will hit you like a week later yeah. where you're like, holy shit, I'm actually kind of terrified of the dark. Yeah. And like you're and like if you close your eyes, like you kind of have like a, a like a, a vague image of like the creature or right. something like that. That's a fucking great horror movie. Yeah. Like uh, Freddy Krueger, Freddy Krueger back in the 80s. That was by far some of the great horror right. films. Yeah. Wes Craven by far is he's the master of horror. I, I love everything Wes Craven's done. Mm hmm. And yeah, the, like any of his movies, they they frightened me as a child. Yeah, I I don't know. I still think it's such a broad like subject. You know, like it's 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 really broad. He doesn't have to be like specifically horrifying. Near Dark, one of my favorite movies ever. It's not scary, mm-hmm. but it deals with a lot of horror elements. When, and I I classify it as a when, horror movie. When, hey, what when, about Lost Boys? Lost Boys yeah. horror horror you, comedy but, horror but, action. You know? But you know what? I, I I do feel like even if it's not like a monster that's going around murdering everybody or like a psychopathic killer, I think that even if it was a psychological thriller or a psychological horror film, like those dilemmas, like they should resonate with you. Whereas in a couple of days later, you should still kind of go like, "Fuck, what I made that? What I make that all? What I make that decision as well?" Yeah. You know, yeah. would I also have fallen fallen those in those paths? You know, and every single time you watch the movie, your idea of the movie changes because you're like, because you're in a different place in your own life. So yeah. that's that's the greater part about yeah, a horror film. Definitely. But yeah, uh, I mean, who's your favorite like horror monster? The Xenomorph. Xenomorph. Yeah, I only did a fucking five part retrospective on the Alien series. Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, no, but yeah, fuck yeah, Xenomorph, hands down. Yeah. What about you? I think uh, the Predator. Nice. Really, I always, yeah, I never like took predator. the Predator as being scary. I, I don't it's it's like, not like it's not physically like visceral scary. Like the Xenomorph, yeah. I think is it can yeah, be scary. Yeah, no. not after Aliens. Yeah, predator, <laughs> will fight out but um, the, the Predator fucking eviscerates the entire uh, crew of Commando. Really? It does. You know, yeah. it, it's like all fucking, these tough guys. Yeah, that's that's scary. Yeah, maybe, I always, maybe not because it's an action movie foremost. You know, but like. That put that in like real world context. That's that's horrifying, dude. I, I always thought Freddy Krueger was terrifying. Yeah. Freddy Krueger's like, scary as shit. Like I always I thought, like, you don't even need to defend that. That's yeah, a fact. I, I, I always thought that Freddy Krueger was was a, like terrifying just mm-hmm. because of the fact of you were never safe. Yeah. Like even if you could try and stay awake, he'd still find a way to get to get to you. Yeah. And like and like the place where you're, you where you feel the most safe when you're asleep in your bed that's when you're most victimized. And I think that's such a, it's, it's so good, you know, and it's, it's really hard to match and stuff like that. Uh, the only problem is that they weren't able to match it inside of the remake. Right. <laughs> the oh. remake was really, was really bad. But the remake <laughs> did give us Rooney Mara, who is an amazing actress. She said she hated that movie. But it gave us her. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Emma, do you have, have, have one? And also Casey Cassidy. Yeah. Katie Cassidy was in that movie. Oh my God, really? Yeah, yeah she's in that crazy. movie. Laurel is in that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite movie monster? Yeah. Uh, 
I think mine. I think <laughs> mine would be. Um, it's a tie between Michael Myers and The Thing. Yeah, um, yeah. The Thing. The Thing is thing, one of yeah. my top favorite movies. The Thing and Psycho are my two top favorite horror movies, scary movies. Mm-hmm. Um, the Thing mainly because it's one of those you don't know where or who or what it could be, and it can always get you. And yeah. then uh, Michael Myers just because. One time when I was like nine, some dude dressed as Michael Myers chased me down the street, oh, and sure. I was That's... not having it. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think it would have been—I think it would have been scary if you would have walked. If you would have, no, yeah, he had like he like pulled out the knife, and like my friend and I were going up, and he pulled out the knife. And my brother's a massive Michael Myers fan, so yeah. I kind of understood him. And he pulled out the knife, and I was like, "Cool!" And then <laughs> I went up to go <laughs> get my like... candy, and he started coming after my friend and I, and I was like, "No!" And I just—I <laughs> bolted, and I was yeah, like, geez. "I've seen the original Halloween, like I." grip my oh, teeth and yeah, bared it yeah. it's a great classic movie but like i can't great deal with movie. michael myers yeah michael michael myers is a great story and has great lore to it yeah. it hasn't been as well treated lately as it should but yeah i i i really do love michael myers as like a horror film villain do you want to yeah. know my, my halloween film trilogy like if i had to pick three of those movies and form a trilogy out of them which one the original halloween okay. rob zombies halloween 2 and then halloween 3 season of the witch yeah. <laughs> Halloween 2 is like not a good Halloween movie, but it's like an interesting movie about trauma. And so I, I think it's kind of underrated. Yeah. yeah. But so, uh, yeah. I could talk about horror movies all day, but we don't have all day. It is dark outside. So we need to leave. Yeah. They're kicking us. Bye. Out. No. <laughs> um, plugs. Nick. Uh, you can find me on uh, the wall. You can find me on the Waffle Pass. You can find me on Facebook, everything like that. Uh, also, check us. Check out any coverage that we have from Kamikaze that is coming up yes. from this weekend. Uh, you probably it'll probably be up shortly after this stuff because Kamikaze would have just passed. Uh, well, at least one will be up like yeah, the right. same time as this. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. Gene plugs. You could find me Gene nine eight nine two Twitter Instagram. Emma plugs. Uh, Thank you. By the way. Thank you, Emma. <laughs> uh, no problem. You can find me on Twitter as Stupid Woman Suit, and my Instagram is too complicated, so I'm not going to plug that one. <laughs> <laughs> could, could they find the Instagram on the Twitter? No, actually. No. <laughs> yeah. She's, she, it, it was too complicated then, too. <laughs> no, I keep, I keep social medias as social medias. I okay. don't like crossing over unless yeah. I really like the picture cross I just posted. Yeah. yeah, don't cross but the yeah. streams. I don't, I don't cross don't the streams. <laughs> Andrew, thank you for helping out with cameras today. You uh, want to say where people can find you really quickly if you're interested in plugs. Thank you. <laughs> I'll, I'll put a link on to your Instagram. Also, go check out the uh, go check out the Patreon, all the rewards, everything else. Uh, the link should be below. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you like, if you liked it, subscribe, share it. If you didn't like it, then it that anyway. was An- that was Andrew Santa Cruz who was just talking, and he that's that was his fault. No, yeah. you almost had it. You almost, I almost, almost did. I almost did. Like right. subscribe. If you didn't like, like and subscribe anyways, because you might find something you do like. I I, so, I, I was I, so I, proud I dropped of you. It. I dropped it. You were just like, you were winning today. I was. I was. I, but I, I fucked up at the end. Uh, yes, right. Patreon retrospectives, Star Wars stuff coming up. Lots of stuff over there. Uh, thank you for watching. We've been professionally unprofessional. Thank you. Happy Halloween. <laughs> I, I fucked it up too because I went for it.